And this is a difficult community, isn't it? It's, it's a hard community to reach. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to put Bibles in pastors' hands in two countries. We're going to send as many Bibles to them as we can because those pastors are going to reach lost people that we can't reach. They're going to train people to go reach more people. And we believe God is going to help us reach our community as well. Sowing and reaping, it's a biblical principle, amen? So also if you notice on here, we're not going to have service on uh, the Wednesday prior to Thanksgiving. So you can stay home and get ready to eat. All right, I got to do my pastoral duties. Uh, Overeating is a sin. So set at the table, eat to your full, go watch a little bit of TV and come back and do it again. Um, I'm just, it's a sin. I got to tell you about sin. You know, I ate some chili the other night, and that bowl was a little bit bigger than I thought. About 30 minutes later, I was like, oh, man, I should have stopped. But chili's a little bit different. But let's just make sure we don't overeat, right? It's it's not healthy to begin with, but it is a sin. But uh, we're not going to have service on that Wednesday, so enjoy the time with the, uh, with the family. But be careful again because, you know, there is still a virus out there. Um, if you flip over to the other side, you will see whew, Right Now Media. Now, Right Now Media is something that the church has subscribed to, and we give it to everybody for free. It doesn't matter if you're a member here or anything else. But what Right Now Media is, is it has over 10,000 video Bible studies, children's videos, there's conferences, there's movies, documentaries, and it's all a web-based system. You can get it through Roku or on your, your cell phone. And so all I need is your email address, and I'll send you the invitation, and you can have it. But it's free. And we've used it for, we have people that do little Bible studies at home. There, there's some men that have been doing things. There's some different people. So it, it's a tool that we're giving out to help you. Hey, there's great things on there for children. There's movies and all that that children can watch. And it's all Bible-based, amen? Uh, also, I got on there, if, if you've been attending and you want to become a member, make sure you uh, let us know so that we can get you one of our membership request forms because we want to make sure that, that everybody that's here, yeah, you can attend the church and do all those things. But what we want is people that that saying, I want to be a member and I want to do more than just sit in a chair, right? Becoming a member means I want to do more than just sit in a chair. I don't want to just hold a chair down and keep it warm for somebody else. And so we uh, let us know and we'll make sure to get you one of those. We usually keep them out front, but because of all the craziness in the world, we, we don't. But we still have them to where we can get to them, amen? Whew. Memory verse, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. I love announcements. Not... Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I didn't put this in here, but that's a great segue into the giving, giving time, if we would do that. Amen. Uh, every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. And I don't give because I have to. Amen. I don't give because I have to. Now, what we're going to do today for, for our offering... Uh, I'm going to get with the guys. Uh, I didn't. I forgot to tell them that this morning. But when we do go to dismiss for the uh, the meal, which is in the back, we're going to go on both sides. We'll have somebody standing there with the offering trays on both sides, so that if you're doing your offering, you can do that there, or you can go online to the website, which a lot of people do. Amen. A lot of people do give that way. So, all right, just a couple housekeeping things. We've redone our Wi-Fi in the building to try to help out. We have a new guest Wi-Fi. Uh, so every time you come in, if you're on the guest Wi-Fi, you hit New Life Guest. And what's cool about it is it even has advertisements now. I can advertise on your phone. It's really neat. 
So I just hit the button, and I say, hey, I want to go to New Life Guest. And it's going to pop up this little thing on your phone that says, hey, like us on Facebook. There, like us on Facebook. Ah. And then all of a sudden, it's going to pop over to another picture. No church on Wednesday the 25th. Ah. And then it's going to pop up to this little screen that says log in, but you click the little thing down there on the bottom and says, yes, I understand. I can't just go anywhere I want to and all that kind of stuff. So, and then you're on the guest Wi-Fi, and guess what? In eight hours, it kicks you off. The reason we do that is because people may pull up outside and try to get our Wi-Fi, and we don't want them to do that. So um, that's, that's just one of the precautions to make sure we, we're protected. And also, they can't get into the building's network. They can only do, and it's throttled down, or you can't just sit there and watch TV all day long on it. So, so we have all that stuff going on. Whew, man, there's a lot. All right. Let's talk about food for just a minute. I'm going to remind you of this Amen. in just, just a little while as well. Is anybody here that did not sign up? We want to get a count. If you were not able to sign up for one reason or another, hallelujah. If you forgot to sign up, okay. You want to stay here and eat? We can. Okay. So we've got one Wendy that's going to leave. We do have people that are leaving. So after service, we'll bring those up front. That way we can give them to you guys so they'll be able to take them. So one more to the to-go. Anybody else? Just want to make sure we get everybody. We have plenty of food. That's not a problem. Wow. Don't touch that button. No, it went off. That was me. Okay. Yeah. Whew. It said enough is what it said. So, uh, but yeah, so, you know, don't feel embarrassed or anything like that. We just, we have everything set up safely in the back. All the tables are spread out the best we could do. They have your name on the table with how many are in your party. The food will be on your table. The drinks, the silverware, the napkins, everything will be on your table. So what we'll do is we'll send a few, few back at a time. Go sit down at your table. And, and here's what we're asking, though. Stay at your table. I know how much we love to go visit, but in this time, we have to be a little more cautious, right? So when we go back, we'll put our masks on. We'll go set, and we'll eat together. And we even have a special treat for you back there today. We have some live Southern gospel that will be going on. What? And they said, I don't like Southern gospel. I do. Certain occasions, it's great. See? Yeah. And so we have our own Southern gospel band. They're laughing at me. Uh, hey, we're even going to do a Southern gospel style song today. Yeah, believe it or not. So, but, uh, yeah, so we've got all that prepared. Listen, we're trying to be as safe as we can because we want a fellowship. But here's, what I, here's the, the last point on that. Y'all don't go changing chairs like y'all do sometimes. Y'all know who I'm talking about. You see that guy's chair over there has got the cushion and yours didn't? Listen, we just stuck the chairs out. <laughs> y'all laugh. Yes, yeah, some of y'all are laughing because you know. If you've been around here for a while, you know. <laughs> Chopping chairs. Listen, let's just eat and have fun. We've got some John Ed's jambalaya. We decided not to do turkey because you're fixing to have that. Right? We got some salad. We got bread. And we got some cobbler. I can't remember. Is it apple or peach? It's edible. It's peach? We got peach cobbler. Strawberry cobbler. <laughs> Look at that. She goes on vacation, comes back, starts. Yeah. So, no, I was talking to Barbara. <laughs> so we're going to have a good time, guys. It's all on the tables for us, and we're going we're gonna to do that. So listen, we're just going to have a fellowship time, and we're going to be as safe as we can. And, you know, we need to continue to pray for our nation, continue to pray for our leaders. You know, I, I pray that we can, we can uh, finally get past this election. Uh, all the pettiness of an election. Listen, my president is whoever the nation elects. I don't care about all that stuff. I'm a military guy. I, uh, my president is the president, and, and you know what? 
I voted for one person or the other. When the election's all done, let's just pray for our president. Doesn't matter who it is. They're our president, and we need to pray for them. Why? Because the Bible tells us to. So let's not be petty over some of that. Uh, there is a re, uh, another election coming up. We have to do runoff. That's a word, runoff, Dave, coming up. Make sure you vote in the runoff. There is a runoff coming up. Because remember my, my point on that? If you don't vote, don't complain. I don't want to hear you. If you don't vote, you can't. You can't. So, whew. Did we get rid of all that? No, we've got one more thing we're doing, and I made to make sure I saved it the best for last. On December the 12th, what time we come at 8 a.m.? 9 a.m. December the 12th. Yeah, y'all thought that we weren't doing this. Sister Minnie is still doing presents for prisoners. So we're going to be back here packing bags. So I want you to come and get, raise your hand so everybody can know who you are. Yep, okay. Sister Minnie takes care of that. That's her ministry, and she's going to be doing bags for all the prisoners in the parish, or as many as we can get to, I guess. But I, I think she generally tries to do more than that. And we need help packing bags, and she needs help with stuff. So go see her, and let's make sure we're able to bless the people that are incarcerated. Amen? Let's bless the people that are incarcerated. So, so listen, we're going to pray, and we're going to do some worship. But before, before I do that, make sure, make sure you keep... Uh, Tootie and his family in, in prayer. His dad passed away yesterday. And so it's, it's tough on him, of course. You know, but we need to continue to pray for them and be in prayer because uh, the funeral will be Wednesday. We just don't have any more uh, info at this point. But uh, it's supposed to be Wednesday morning, I think it is. But we'll make sure that we put it out on the, uh, the Facebook and all that. But let's, let's be praying for them as well. But let's, uh, we're going to open up in prayer and then we're going to worship. Can we do that? Okay. It's enough talking, Jesus. Whoo, Lord, I just thank you that we get to come into your presence today. Lord, it's so amazing that even in these, these difficult times, we can come together and worship and love on you and even eat. And Lord, just continue to protect us and watch over us. But Lord, before we get to all of that, we, we ask that you would receive our worship and our praise. Lord, I know we're focused on food and the things that are going to go on in the back of the of the, the church, but right now I want us to get our eyes on you. Focus our eyes on you, oh God. The only difference between today and last week is we get to eat here instead of going to a restaurant or our house. We still come in this house to worship you and to hear your word because you are worthy and you are the only one that deserves all the praise and the glory and the honor. So Holy Spirit, have your way here today. Mess up our clock if you need to, Lord. Mess it up. The food will be just fine and warm. We, we don't care. We ask this all in Jesus' name. If you agree with that this morning, I want you to say amen with me. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Let me get my ears on. Some weeks we just got a lot of stuff we got to go through. That was way too much. Feeling like I'm forgetting something, though. That's why. I'll remember it eventually. No, it's not old age. I just got a whole lot of things going on. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say that. Come on, let's stand up this morning. Let's get ready to worship. Come on. You ready?
just to eat today and I may be able to get to preach in a little while but I didn't come because I get to preach I come here for Jesus come on I look forward to Sunday mornings for Jesus the preaching is work to me right I got to prepare a, a big essay but I come here to worship my Lord come on we need to worship and love on him
the setting sun His love endures forever By the grace of God we carry on His love endures forever Sing praise Sing praise Sing praise Sing praise Forever God is faithful Forever God is strong worship this morning. Hallelujah. Ooh, Jesus. Give me a little bit more water.
on, give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Tozer this morning, I was reading something from him that talked about the playground or the battleground. Playgrounds are good. Kids need to go to playgrounds. There's fellowship, there's socializing, there's exercise. But it really impressed upon me, are we worshiping as a playground or as a battleground? Mm. Our battles are fought on our knees. Battles are won on our knees. There's so much going on in this world, and even before this election, there's still lots of things going on in this world. There are souls that are lost. There are things that we need to make right and get right. And it's only when we see worship and prayer time as a battleground where we need to be And I guess that's my question is, are we seeing it as a battleground? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. That's awesome. perfect lead to this song right here. In this time of desperation When all we know is doubt and fear There is only one foundation
Give somebody a spiritual high five. Tell them you love them this morning. And tell them nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know it's going to be difficult to stay on track this morning with all these smells around you, but I think you can do it. I think you can do it. Hey, can I preach for a few minutes this morning? No? I, I we need to work. Come on, Jesus. I guess 20 minutes for that comment. Y'all like, really, Pastor? That cobbler smelled good. That cobbler smelled good, Pastor. Hallelujah. All right, so before he puts anything up there, in normal church world, what, do I, what would I preach on today? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right? That's what preachers do. That's what preachers do. That ain't what I'm doing. Put that little thing up there, right there. Anti-Thanksgiving. I was close. I was close. Anti-Thanksgiving. Now, if there's been any year where we should uh, be allowed to complain and murmur, I think that would be this year. (laughs) 
I don't know about y'all, but it's been one of them years. But you know what? It, it really hadn't been that bad when you really look down at it. You're like, Pastor, what are you on? You took some medicine this morning. No. Come on. God is still on the throne. Right? It, it's, we're still going forward. The difference is, is what are we going to make out of this year? Are we going to complain about it? Or are we going to find something that we can thank God about? That's the key. And that starts right here. The problem is, it's been settled down here too many times, right there in the heart. It starts in the mind, but it settles in our heart. Yeah, but out of the abundance of the heart and the mouth will speak. Yeah, because we think on it, and it settles down here in our heart, and then we start speaking it. And, and so today, I want us to talk a little bit about complaining and murmuring, anti-Thanksgiving. Anti-Thanksgiving. All right, look at Numbers chapter 11. I've got all these slide, all these scriptures up there for you. Uh, Numbers chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. I'm telling you, the most complainingest people there are, well, I can't say forever because I've heard some pretty bad people. In the Bible, I think, had to be the children of Israel. Look at Numbers chapter 11, verse 1 right here. Now the people became like those who complain of adversity in the hearing of the Lord. And when the Lord heard it, his anger was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. The people therefore cried out to Moses. And Moses prayed to the Lord and the fire died out. This was a complaining bunch of people. Why? Why? All right, look at it in a different translation. I put this one up there for you. Sometimes I run across a translation that puts it more into Cajun than anything. The people fell to grumbling over their hard life. I could stop right there. Hard life? I, okay, make sure I got the right story, right? Did, didn't he hit the rock and water came out of it? Didn't he raise his rod and uh, the Red Sea parted? Didn't he send plagues on Egypt? And, and Egypt got so fed up with him, they gave him all that gold and said, Get, don't go down the road. Show no more. But they fell to the ground grumbling over their hard life. Like it wasn't hard making bricks with no straw. And this is the desert. Y'all think it's bad here? We got humidity, which that's pretty bad. But it's hot. But look at the rest. Of course, God heard, and when he heard, his anger flared. Then fire blazed up and burned. So see, don't make God mad, because starts, things start happening. <laughs> the people cried out, help to Moses. Moses prayed to God, and the fire died down. The name of the place, Tibera, blazed, because the fire from God had blazed up around them, or against them. This was a complaining bunch of people. We have the ability to complain this year, and some of us would say we have the right but just because you have the right doesn't mean you should. Right? All of these things that have been going on. Look at this next slide. All of these things that have been going on. They saw the fire, the cloud, the very presence of God. They, they heard all these things, and all they want to do is complain. Sound like some of us sometimes. Still got our jobs. I don't want to go to work because of COVID. 
You didn't want to go work before COVID. Don't blame COVID. <laughs> Pastor, I can't go to church because of COVID. Brother, you really wasn't coming that much before COVID. <laughs> Just being honest. We complain about, we, we look for reasons to complain. Go to Walmart. You'll find plenty of them. <laughs> I saw a post on there yesterday. I get road rage when I get behind somebody in Walmart. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> can you, this is America, we drive on the right, get, get. Listen, just because we can doesn't mean we should. And that's what I want us to talk about for just a few minutes this morning. Just because we can complain doesn't mean we should. Of course, we have to look at a definition, right? You know we got to look at the definition, so let's put the definition up there for us. Complaining, the expression of dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. Yeah. Praise. Express warm approval of admiration of or admiration of. See, I can't spell. The expression of dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. I've been very annoyed by this year. Amen, brother. Got an amen over there. I have been very annoyed by these things, that I have a new earring, according to my wife. I just walk around with it. I, you know, I've been very annoyed by a lot of things this year. But you know what I've decided? I'm not going back to normal. I didn't go through all of this to go back to the way I was. I'm going to find the positive in things because praise, express warm approval. When I'm not praising, I'm telling God I, I'm not satisfied with who you are in my life. Now, wait a minute. I'm not satisfied with who you are in my life, but I'm talking about a situation. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not satisfied with who you are in my life because maybe I haven't put you where you deserve to be. I'm annoyed at you, God, because you ain't doing it the way I want to. The way I think you should be doing this. That's what, that's what complaining is. That's what complaining is. I know better. My wife will answer that question. I don't even have to worry. I don't even have to look that direction. Yeah. You see, that's what complaining is really about. It's, it's about us saying, God, I think I know a better way you should have done this. Which says, I know better. Which means I don't have God on the right pedestal in my life as being Lord. Because I can promise you this. You do not walk up to the Queen of England and say, I am not happy with how you're running this country. Just walk up in her, in her throne room and, or whatever that is. And she's probably off with the head, you know. I don't even know if they still do that, but it sounds funny. But it's, you just don't do that. But that's what we're doing. The expression of dissatisfaction. God, I am not satisfied with my life. Well, are you satisfied about your life the way you made it or the way I want to make it for you? You see, God has a plan for your life. And he's trying to get you somewhere. He's trying to make you into somebody. And if all you're doing is complaining, you know, it's a little off track, but it, it fits well. I remember telling a husband one time, he was complaining about his wife. You know what I told him? I said, listen, get over it, man. You chose her. So either you made a bad choice 
well, no, she's a perfect woman. Then why are you bringing her down? <laughs> well, my car is junk. You bought it. Right? My clothes don't fit right. You should have tried them on before you left. You see, we can complain about everything. But when we look at things the proper way, we express warm approval. God, I thank you that you are still in control of my life. Lord, this has been a crazy year. And, and you know what? There's been some ups and downs and crazy things and all arounds and, and all of the snaps and everything else. But here's the thing. He is still on the throne. And for me to do anything less than praise him is saying I could have done better. How are you going to handle COVID? That's all you can do is pray. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wash your hands five times. Wash your hands again. Stay away from people. God isn't worried about this. When he says enough is enough, he's just going to be like, COVID what? It's just... You see, we've got to put him in the place where he's supposed to be. Look at this, Isaiah 61. 61 verse 3. To grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise, wait a minute, instead of the spirit of fainting. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. So the Lord wants to grant us those who mourn. I even like to look at that. Those who are complaining about everything. Those who are sad about everything. Give them a garland instead of ashes. Oil of gladness instead of mourning. A mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. Ooh. But the next part is who we're supposed to be. But we can't get far enough down the list. We like our ashes. We like our fainting because it gets us attention. And we just got to have something to complain about. We got to have something to complain about. If we're not complaining, what are we talking about? Listen, I can tell you this. Stay off of Facebook and, and all the social media for about a week, and you're probably a happier person. Seriously. I flip through Facebook sometimes just to see what's going on in the world, and, man, I get so spun up, and, and I got that Holy Ghost back button. I'll start typing. I'll spend 20 minutes typing something. Holy Ghost like, don't you dare. Jesus. Why can't I just delete all off my phone? Because you need to learn this. Because I want to complain about something. Because I get caught up into. There is the danger. Once you start getting around people that all they want to do is complain and murmur and grumble about everything, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to join in on the band. The hee-haw band. Whoa, an agony, and I don't even remember all the song. All of that stuff. That's what happens to us because we get it here. Or you can be a different type of person to say, man, listen, has God done anything good for you this year? I love what Miss Patsy says. Get the why not stop. The Lord woke me up this morning, baby. There it is. If nothing else happened. Now, listen, I woke up and I was sore, went and took some Tylenol, but I woke up this morning. Another day. Now, I want us to look at this, this verse a little bit deeper here because I think this is part of what will help us change. See, we only looked at verse 3. Let's go back to verse 1. The Spirit of, the God, Spirit of God, the Master is on me because he has anointed me. Hold on a second. 
this is that verse, that, that section. Remember Jesus? He walked up, they gave him the scrolls, and he, he started reading. This is what he quoted. Jesus' very first sermon in the temple. Well, maybe not, but this is the one they, they give us. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor. Heal the brokenhearted. If you're brokenhearted and you're healed, can you still be a person that mourns all the time? Because your heart's not broken. There's a heart being fixed. Unannounced freedom to all the captives. Pardon for all the prisoners. That right there should give them something to praise about. See, this is, this is the picture of salvation right here. And this is what life should be like for us. But we keep getting stuck. Look at this. God sent me to announce the year of his grace, a celebration of God's destruction of our enemies and comfort to all. Look at how amazing this is. This is the life we're supposed to live. But look at the next verse. To care for the needs of all who mourn in Zion. Oh, there's still the mourners there. Give them banquets of roses instead of bouquets of roses instead of ashes. This is the verse we just read in a different translation. Messages of joy instead of news of doom. Hmm. Are you spreading messages of doom? Doom, despair, and agony on me. There goes back to the band again. A praising heart instead of a languid spirit. Now up there puts it in a different word, but I'm going to have to look up that word languid because mine didn't use that. There's you a word search. What does languid mean? I bet it's happy or merry. If all you're doing is complaining, you're not going to be a happy, joyful person. Some people, I think, have joy in, in complaining somehow. I don't know how that works. But we should be people like this where we're like, God woke me up today. Is there some struggles? Yeah, there's some struggles. Has it been tough? Yeah, it's been tough. But you know what? I'm still here. And I'm still able to do things for Christ. And I'm still able to, to visit with people. And I'm still able to, to come and eat meal today and eat with everybody. I'm still able to get me some jambalaya. I'm still able to stop by the store and get me a Coca-Cola. Even if I got to wear a mask to go in there. I can still go get it with my mask on. Okay, has anybody felt awkward when they walk into a place and they forgot their mask man that is weird i did that the other day i was in wendy's car my mask was in the truck and it almost like i didn't want to go in because i was like can i go buy one first and go back in you see it gets in our minds we should be people look at this rename them oaks of righteousness planted by god to display his glory an oak of righteousness planted by God to display his glory. What are we displaying? It's bad. It's real bad. Man, I'd cut that tree down already. Because it's rotten on the inside. Hmm? That's like those live oaks. Right? And is, or is it the water oaks that the roots just really don't go very deep and they just kind of spread out? You know, when, when the storm came through Crowley... Crowley got tore up pretty bad down by Lafayette, where, where I was raised at. You know why? Because the city, years and years and years ago, planted those trees everywhere because there wasn't a lot of trees. They're beautiful trees, 
but they got no real roots, and they rot from the inside. And the problem was is they had a bunch of them, and they took down a lot of the city, the, the lines and all this stuff. Are we going to be oaks of righteousness, or are we going to be those shallow, rooted, rotten on the inside? First time a storm comes, we can't take the pressure. First time the storm comes, we break over. Here's the thing, though. Every time one of those fell over, yep, it was dead on the inside. I could see it. God wants us to be the people that will display his glory. Anti-Thanksgiving, complaining, being dissatisfied, not trusting God. Not trusting that God has your best interest at heart. Find something to be thankful for, even in the midst of, of everything else. Because look at this, Philippians 2. One more scripture for you right here. Watch this, Philippians 2. Do I even need to go any further? Do all things without grumbling or disputing. Oh, did he have to put that in there? Thou shalt not do anything with grumbling. He should have just said it that way, but we wouldn't have listened there either. Thou shalt not steal or lie or cheat, and we do that too. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. He just told us right here. Look at the next one. So that, hold on, go back. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. But there's a so that. Look at the next one. So that, so that means there's a benefit. Children, there's a benefit. See? So that you will prove yourself to be blameless and innocent. Uh-oh. <laughs> Children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. There's a so that in there. There's a reason for not grumbling and complaining. There's a reason that we do what we do. It's so, you know what? Think about it right now. Think about it right now. There are people, and most of us know people, that are really struggling with, with a depression right now. Why? Because it's the spirit of the world that is coming in and covering them over. It is coming in and trying to control them. It is a constant bombardment of negativity and grumblings and fightings and all these things that are dividing this divisive spirit. But when you come in the room, the word of God says that you can come in and you can leave his peace. Remember that? He told them that. When you come into a house, leave the peace. If they don't accept it, take it back. So if you're just a complainer, all you're going to do is jump on the part of the band. You may be the tambourine player. You may not have a great voice. You may just play tambourine in the doom, despair, and I. You may join the band. But God didn't call you to join the band. God called you to change things. Look at this. So that you will prove yourself to be blameless and innocent children Above, uh, children of God, above reproach, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom appear you appear as a light. How can you appear as a light when you're walking in there like a black light? Black light makes things glow, but it never shows their true colors. Look at the next part. Hold fast. Wait a minute. To the word. Hold. You mean I got to hold on even in the midst of that? Yeah. Hold fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ I will have reason to glory because I did not run in vain nor toil in vain. Guys, we've got to hold on to what Christ has told us. We've got to hold on. Even when it looks like there's nothing for me to thank God about. You know, I remember when, when uh, Hurricane Rita came through and we lost our house. 
you know, and, and what was so crazy is people sent me pictures of it and said, like, oh, my trailer survived. Till you went around the back, the tree fell through the back of the house. Went right down the trailer. It's like, oh, Jesus. And you know, at first I was like, just, you know, in my mind as the man of the house trying to figure out how am I going to do this, you know, my wife and my kids and, and our stuff. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And here's actually what I told the Lord right here. This is what I told him. Lord, I don't know why you allowed a tree to fall through my house. I don't know. But it was your house. I'd given it to you. I'm going to need a place to live. That was it. So you're going to have to give me a place to live. <laughs> I didn't go around complaining about it. Listen, I was actually pretty excited about some things. Because this was an old trailer. And the tree pushed our, our closet, and I lost all of my military uniforms, memorabilia, and everything. But the branch pushed, and it pushed the hot water heater out. And as it pushed, when we were going through, we looked. The clothes had fell over this big shoe rack, and it was my wife's shoes. And I didn't have to go back to the store with her to buy all those shoes again. And I was, <laughs> praise God. I'm serious. Y'all y'all think I'm laughing. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I was like, baby, your shoes made it. I didn't have to go back to the shoe store for days and days. Looking, I was looking for positives. I was looking for positives. Come on. Come on. Those shoes were blessed. You see, did I need all those other things? I miss them. But you know what? I got over all that stuff. I learned to trust God even when I lose things. Because we got married, we put all of our wedding stuff in the storage. I went out on deployment and come back, it got flooded. So we threw most of that away. We lost our house in Hurricane Rita, most of the stuff. It's okay. Got another house. I got a beautiful house today. You know why I got a beautiful house today? Because I learned not to complain way back there. Oh, guess what? We put our stuff in storage when we sold our brick home and moved into a camper. It got flooded. <laughs> it's a whole other city, Dave. Not, not to say. It got flooded. And you know what I realized? I'm done keeping stuff. Just <laughs> I'm done. I don't keep things anymore. You see, I've learned not to cry about it. Do I miss? Man, listen, there are things from my military that I would love to have. But that's okay. That's okay. Why? Because I need to be thankful for all that I do have. Because you know what? Here's the other side of that Hurricane Rita story. We almost didn't come to Louisiana to stay with my mom during a storm. We kind of went back and forth on this. And the Lord was trying to get us to go. Well, yeah, he was trying to get me to see it. That wasn't her fault. It was mine. And finally we decided, baby, listen, it's on a Thursday. We'll go stay with Mama. They're closing down where I'm working at anyways. We'll come back. We would be dead. Tree broke off about 30 feet up in the air. Big old pine tree because a tornado went over. It came and fell right on top of our bed and pushed the bed through the floor, and it sat on the I-beams. We would be dead. You know what? I'm thankful that my children didn't have to grow up parentless. You see, we can always find it if we look for it. Find a reason to be thankful, even in loss. No matter what happens, God wants to take care of us, guys. So listen, let's not be anti-Thanksgiving today. 
Let's not be anti-Thanksgiving this year. Can you check and see where they're, where they're at just to make sure? Got to double check my time. I'm, I'm trying to coordinate, you know, all this stuff as well. We can't be anti-Thanksgiving. I know people complain about Thanksgiving and, and, you know, the national holiday and all. I'm not even talking about that. I just put the picture up there. I'm not talking about eating turkey and any of that stuff. Because really, I would have left the cranberries off of there. And that, that stuff up at the top left where they waste perfectly good green beans and, and fried onions and they put them together. I love both of them separate, but that's a total waste of food right there. Um, Y'all could have kept the marshmallows off of that picture right there. You know, I love the yams without the marshmallow. Yeah, it really... You see, you know, it, it didn't, I'm not talking about turkey. I'm talking about our life. Let's find something to be thankful of. Even in the middle of a loss, no matter what it is, find something to be thankful for. Does anybody have anything they want to be thankful for today? Go ahead. Okay. Amen. See that? So being homeless, they have a place to stay, and the word got to them. Amen. Go ahead. Who's got something? Just, just shout it out to us. Yeah, go ahead. Amen. Amen. Come on. Anybody else? I saw some hands go up. Go ahead. Share what you're thankful for. Anybody? Yeah. Yes. Yes, his daughter. So his daughter's been fighting for two years, this, this thing with her intestines and all this, and, and, and believe that the healing is there, amen? So we, we believe that it is finally there. Hallelujah. Jesus, and no coming back. No, no, go, no, no retakes. Yeah. Thankful that your brother and his friend came to, be, to, yep, to come visit with you today and eat with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Yeah, go ahead. Amen. Yeah. Mm. Can I share just a little bit of that? Her mother just passed away, and she was her mother's primary caregiver. Think about that thankfulness right there, that statement, and how God's going to bless her because she hadn't been in church in four years because she was taking care of her mother and working. But she would watch the services online. Yeah. Think, think about that statement. That's why I want to thank you for letting me share a little bit. Of that, that in the midst of that, she's thankful that she gets to come back and be. Well, no, 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 no. That's not how it's working. I already got it figured out. They're going to bring those up here when we're done. So, yes. So, I already, I already told them how we're doing this. That's okay. We already got it figured out. Got it figured out. I got the mic. So, she's going to go fix she gonna go. She getting her exercise. Hey, when she comes back, I'm gonna tell her something else. No. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I, I married a girl from South Louisiana. She's born in Gaydon. And and uh, and and I learned something in our rehearsal night. She still to this day says, "No, I didn't do that." We were we were walking up the aisle in, in the Catholic church, and I said something, and she caught me right under the rib cage and dropped me into the pew. I don't even know what I said, but I've never said it again. Whatever it was, I done forgot. Memory gone. 
And so she keeps me straight. But no, there was a reason why that originally I talked to them about different because I don't want y'all to have to go roaming around and all that stuff. So there was a different reason. But anyway, so I'm going to pray for the food. And uh, listen, let's not be anti-Thanksgiving. Let's find stuff to be thankful for every day, no matter how bad it gets. Every day, we need to be thankful. Every day. Now, don't leave any of your belongings in here. We are going to lock the doors. But bring your stuff with you. Because what I don't want is to somebody to, to somebody roam around and, you know, just, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. So, uh, do we have anybody else that did not sign up, weren't able to sign up, and you do want to stay and eat? We have plenty of food. We just want to make sure we have. Anybody just raise your hand and tell me who it is. Y'all going to stay or y'all going to go? Y'all signed up? Jonathan. Okay. Yep. Y'all going to stay with us? Okay. All right. So. So what we're going to do is, is I'm going to let just a few at a time go. Now, make sure you wear your mask and go back there, find your table with your name, and sit down with it. And so if we can just get the first two rows on each side, one here in a second, and we're going to do that. Huh? Oh, yeah, we got to get our offering trays. Yep, thank you all. Whew, I'm a bad preacher, man. I forget offerings, Dave. Just for that, we got to take offering up twice today so I can repent. Yeah, we got, we got tables. So... So I'm going to pray for the food, and, and uh, we're going to have our offerings over there on the side. And uh, so I'm bad at this stuff, guys. I just want to go run back there and say whatever. So, all right. So listen, we got our offering trays up there if you need to leave your offering as well. So let's, let's pray for the food, and we're going to get ready to go back there. So, Father, we, again, we thank you for letting us be in your presence today and in your house. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for all that you've done for us. And let us not be complainers, God. Help us not to have the spirit of complaining and grumbling and murmuring, but let us have a true spirit of joy and love and peace and all the things that come with your spirit. And let us see the positive in everything that we may praise you for it, even when it doesn't look that way. Lord, bless this food and this time and continue to protect us from sickness and harm of any kind. And bless these offerings as well. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, the first two rows, y'all can go ahead and go back. We're